are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. This is Orda Energymon. And this is Treesong. And you are listening to an extended version of Your Community Spirit. We are normally on from 10 to 10.30, but we have stolen the airtime and are now on from 9 to 10.30. Just for today. <laughs> well, they don't know. We were on that last week, yeah. so we might be on next week. Who you, knows? You we, never know. People might think we've taken it over. <laughs> They're taking over. Ah. So, news. I want to talk about, first, there's this um, internet phenomenon going around right now. Phenomenon. A, sh- a Chevy Tahoe speeds through a breathtaking vista of glaciers and mountain, but despite the peppy music planing... In the background, this is hardly your typical car commercial. On the screen, the words flash. Are you addicted to oil? Is Chevy waking up to the dangers of global warming? Not quite, but they are getting a wake-up call from the thousands of consumers who are using Chevy's new create-your-own-ad website to send their own environmental message to the company. When Chevy decided to launch a program for consumers to create their own TV ads on the company's website, they hoped they would be the next big thing in viral marketing. (laughs) Yes. But the tactic backfired in the young, potential consumers who are the target of this kind of user-generator advertising provided a different kind of copy. Global warming isn't a pretty SUV ad. $70 to fill up the tank, which will last less than 400 miles. Chevy Tahoe. Our planet's oils is almost gone. You don't need GPS to see where this road leads. The sublime irony of pristine wilderness being ruined by gas-guzzling SUVs on Chevy's own website has created a much bigger buzz than just friend-to-friend emails. The New York Times was even forced to ask whether Chevy knew what it had gotten itself into. (laughs) So if you're ever being torn between daydreaming about a career as a famous director or a world-changing environmental activist, your moment in history has arrived. You can check out Chevy's website, which is ChevyApprentice.com, and your own Echo Directional debut is only a few easy clicks away. And you can actually win money. For the best anti-ad, <laughs> okay, at Alaska Coalition up Alaska. Let me start over on that one. AlaskaAction.org/Tahoe. If you go to AlaskaAction.org/Tahoe <laughs> today, do your part to stop global warming, one fake commercial at a time. So, uh, sounds sounds amusing and sounds very powerful. It is funny because they use these these new marketing methods and sometimes it's really a success and sometimes something like this happens and if you actually want to see some of them um alaskaaction.org slash tahoe and there's a a bunch of them yeah because what happens is once you've done the commercial you can email yourself a link to the commercial and the idea is then you're supposed to email this to all your friends yeah to say hey look i made this tahoe commercial (laughs) (laughs) except people are kind of doing anti-Chevy Tahoe commercials. Yeah, about oil addiction. (laughs) Some of them are really good. I mean, I saw this one because they have all these um, little video clips that you can pick your video clip and then you can pick your music and then you can add, like, the words that pop up. Yeah. And one, it shows um, a life in the day of a Chevy Tahoe. 
driving through fields of meadows, traversing mountaintops, crossing streams, <laughs> polluting the environment, <laughs> global warming, Chevy Tahoe, the revolution is here. Yes. Or whatever their tagline is, you know, the yeah, revolution. Something like that, the revolution. <laughs> that's the funny part, because they just have the end, yeah. and almost everybody's putting that end. Chevy Tahoe, the revolution. <laughs> or, no, it's an American revolution. An American revolution. Is their tagline. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, there's another American revolution in progress, then, with the, um, uh, the taking this little opportunity to do spoofing ads. That's another form of little revolution. You are listening to your community spirit, and my son CD is skipping. That's the sunrise ritual that I've been playing all morning. And it's, I guess it's power in the sun because every time it starts skipping, the sun goes away. And then when it's playing really good, the sun comes out. I don't know. So, <laughs> so we have another special guest in this morning. This is Charlie Howe. Um, besides running for the Green Party for the 115th District, is correct? Right. You are also helping out with the Green Party for all of Illinois. Uh, that's correct, Or <clears throat> The Green Party in Illinois is doing a petitioning drive so that we can get on the state ballot at the state level. What a lot of people don't know is that we are only an established party in a few districts in Illinois, such as the 115th down here around Carbondale. But in order to get on the ballot and run candidates for the top government jobs in Illinois, like Governor, Secretary of State, and Attorney General, as a third party, we have to get 25,000 votes, or signatures, rather. Well, votes are good, too, but yeah, start that's with true. the signatures. Yeah, we have to get those 25,000 signatures in 90 days, and we began about a week and a half ago, and we need your help. Everybody out there listening who is favorable to the Green Party and the ideals that it stands for, if you could give me a call, Charlie Howell, I'm in the Carbondale phone book. My phone number is 457-4626, and I will be glad to come out and get your signature to get the Green Party on the ballot for the state of Illinois. Again, we're going to be pushing a whole slate of candidates at that level, our former representative candidate for the 115th district, Rich Whitney, will be the governor candidate. Everywhere I've gone in Carbondale, folks know Rich. I walked into the barber shop across the street from the DBX radio station yesterday. I handed the petition or tried to get people to sign it, and the man sitting in the barber chair said, Well, he's my lawyer. So again, that's the kind of things we like to hear, that the Green Party is known out there. But for folks who don't know and want to practice some democracy, get a third party on the ballot, we would appreciate your help with signatures. If you can help me by steering me to events where there will be people 
are people favorable to the Green Party cause, please call me, Charlie Howe, phone number 457-4626. Thank you a lot. You are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. I'm Ord Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. And you are listening to an extended version of Your Community Spirit. We are normally on from 10 to 10.30 every Friday morning. Yes. And I actually had another thought about those spoof ads you mentioned earlier. Um, I've wondered... I haven't listened to them yet, but I wonder if any of them use the song, like, Addicted to Love, but change it to Addicted to Oil. Actually, that you don't have a choice of music. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing you can actually change, they give you six, something like six, like, throbbing, you know, music backgrounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, 20 different video clips. And oh, the okay. only thing you can actually change is the words. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, you, you know, you can, your creativity doesn't have unbounded love yeah that's sort of smart on their part to not give you too much uh free reign right but uh yeah if anyone does come up with a spoof version of addicted to love that's called addicted to oil i'll be happy to sing at least part of that on the air we'd be happy to play it regularly yeah probably might as well face it you're addicted to oil yeah that doesn't quite work hopefully we can find a better singer (laughs) but if not I'll at least do you the justice of singing a line or two from it on the air. Yeah. Because that would make a very good spoof. It's true. So, um, have you seen The Matrix? Oh, yes, The Matrix. There's a Matrix 2. Oh, I haven't seen Matrix 2. The Matrix 2, Matrix 2 revolting. <laughs> revolting. <laughs> See, they're following the pattern of the actual Matrix movies. Um in case you didn't know, the Matrix is, well, the Matrix, but it's about an animal who finds out that people eat animals. Yes, Mufius is involved in the plot. And um, it, we wanted to love the Matrix, too, because we adored number one. It's still clever and worth watching and a great lesson in the dangers of factory farming. It's just not up to the original. We even found out it dragged on for a few seconds. But what a tough act to follow. I guess, you know, the directors really couldn't um, top their first Matrix. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like the, the real Matrix. Maybe they planned it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? So then they're going to come out with a Matrix 3 that's just really, 
really bad. <laughs> so, The Matrix 2 Revolting is online at Matrix the number 2.com. So, oh. it's Matrix M E A T R I X 2.com. Yeah. And it's a flash video that I haven't actually seen Matrix 2. Yeah, I haven't seen Matrix 2 yet either. It reminds me though of I just found out that online there's a flash animation for the song Cows with Guns. I've heard that song for a long time and I love it, but it's got a little flash animation. And I think it's just cowswithguns.com, but if not, you can do a web search for cows with guns. Have you ever seen any of the ads that PETA, you know, um, I was going <laughs> to say people eating tasty animals. People eating tasty animals. People. Uh, for the ethical treatment <laughs> of animals. There we go. <laughs> um, that's really bad advertising. There's a barbecue team in Carbondale that are called PETA. Pe- yeah. People eating tasty animals, and it's like stuck in my mind. <laughs> yeah. So, um, people for the ethnic treatment of animals. <laughs> Ethical. <laughs> Ethical. What did I say? Ethnic. Ethnic. Oh, shoot. That would probably also involve roasting them in a traditional cultural way. Okay. Um, <laughs> for the-, the ethical treatment of animals have put out a, bu- a bunch of ads that they plan to put on the Super Bowl. Yeah. But now the Super Bowl is very politically correct. Yeah. And I watched them, and I honestly didn't think any of them were that... I mean, they were suggestive. Like, one of them was about... It was these cows singing, and this one cow was like, um, I don't want you making purses out of my rear end, you know? Yeah. And it it wasn't in any way sexual or it was just funny yeah but um if you want to see any of the PETA um ads um you can pretty much do just a search for PETA um what banned Super Bowl ads yeah and, and you can pop up you can search for it at video.google.com is where I found them or ifilm.com ifilm.com they have, they have they, them there too they have a whole list of them so mm-hmm. I mean if you just go there and go to Super Bowl and there's this one that's so beautiful. It's it's suggestive vegetables. All it is is just showing vegetables. And the whole thing, the music is erotic. And it's like all these beautiful vegetables with like succulent tomatoes with water dripping off of them. And it's just like, and it's so ironic. It's oh, you just you have to see it. Yeah. I've just never thought I'd get excited about vegetables. <laughs> yeah, so vegetables are pretty exciting. Yeah. So, um, there's there's a lot of um, people are starting to use the internet for a lot more fun and provocative ways. Yeah. I think. I mean, essentially, PETA ha- is using that that they're banned. To get it all across the internet. I mean, they got yeah. in, they got in newspapers, they got in radios, saying, you know, they banned us from this. <laughs> you guys got to check it out. Yeah, <laughs> if it wasn't banned, it probably would have just aired the one time, and people would have said, oh, that's kind of cool. Let's let's move on. But there was one that was like a '70s um, kind of like it. It was it's like '70s porn music huh. in the background, and it's these two girls fighting with pillows. And then um, the delivery man came with a sausage pizza, and then they disappear behind the couch. They're like, where's the sausage? And then they disappear behind the couch, and they're like, what, no sausage? And then 
It says, meat causes impotence. <laughs> and then the vegetable delivery guy comes, and they're like, oh, zucchini. Zucchini. <laughs> and then they bi- disappear behind the couch again. Yeah. Yes. So That's a good one. Um, let me get to actual... We actually haven't read any news. Yes, we do have some news, though, so we can... I'm going to read this one because of... Um, Let my people flow. Yes. Water privatization falling out of favor. The privatization of water systems took off globally in the 80s and the 90s. Now it seems to be going the way of ankle zippers and acid-washed denim. At last week's water World Water Forum, delegates voted to issue a decree supporting government responsibility for providing safe drinking water. As if on cue, Argentina last week announced it was severing (laughs) its contract with the French firm Seuss and handling control of its water supply to a new government-run entity. Um, Protests against water privatization have cropped up in many Latin American countries in recent years, and the UN's second World Water Development Report, released last week, points towards one reason. It says the main benefactories of privatization have been relatively well-off urban pockets, not the poor. In the current climate of volatility and protest, many big multinational water management companies are backing away from ventures in developing countries. Ironically, many big multinational bottled water companies are now seeing their sales in the developing world soar. Straight to the source, the Washington Post, the 27th of March, the New York Times, the 20th of March, the Guardian and the Arizona Republic and the Associated Press, all the 22nd of March, 2006. Mm-hmm. So you have the flyer. This is the reason why I was reading about water. Yes, we have an event coming up. Um, the world lacks safe water despite abundant supplies. This was actually in the Southern Illinois in March 10th of this year. Anyway, the big story, des- denying access, the human right to water... Patricia Jones, attorney specializing in international water use, environmental justice program manager, Boston, will be having a public presentation, discussion, and reception today, Friday, April 7th at 7.30 p.m., and a workshop on water rights, what to do, issues, and action, Saturday, April 8th from 9 until 12 at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship. For more information, 529-2439. Yes, it also mentions that event in the nightlife this week too. So water, very big issue. I think, I think human beings are composed of mostly water, actually. So we may as well pay attention to what's going on with water issues. Um, actually, doesn't our body have the same percentage of water as the Earth? That's what I've heard. Like within, well, how do they know exactly? Yeah, it's hard to estimate exactly, and it's also, you know, in terms of surface area rather than. you know, depth, because obviously the Earth is mostly, you know... Depth. The yeah. Earth has depth. <laughs> well, speaking of water issues, I don't know if you're aware of this, but an actual German company owns the water in St. Louis. Oh, really? They control all the water. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be back at, well, 10.01 with our regularly scheduled Your Community Spirit. Yes, once we drink a little bit of water... What are you talking about?